Hey y'all, what if you really could change your life? If there was a way to be healthy and intentional in every area of your life? Good news, there is. And we show you how each week on All of You Whole. Hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. Every episode is an in-depth look at how to help you get unstuck, be brave in your life choices, and have a meaningful life all either from my own experiences or from the experts I interview. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the All of You Whole podcast. January is National Thyroid Awareness Month, and one in eight women will develop thyroid problems during her lifetime. That is a staggering statistic. So to talk about all things thyroid, I have invited my friend, Katie Braswell of Live Wild, Be Well to the show. Katie is going to tell us all about the thyroid. She is a functional nutritionist. She does a lot of root cause nutrition. I love her so much. She is a dear friend. She is my functional nutritionist. I have been doing some lab panels for my thyroid over the last six years since I had Owen, and I'm currently subclinical hypothyroid. So what that means, my TSH is a little high. We are going to talk all about what we are doing together to get my numbers in range. We're going to talk about what can we eat? What kind of nutrition is really helpful for your thyroid health? We're also going to talk about if you feel like something is wrong with your thyroid, what do you need to do about it? What does a full thyroid panel consist of? And what are some of those initial steps that you can take? We seriously cover all of the things about your thyroid in this panel. To be honest with you, it's all of the things I wish I knew six years ago. And this topic of thyroid health and wellness is really important to me because my mom has Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And so I am predisposed and my family history consists of thyroid disease and dysfunction. So it is so important to me personally to be really proactive with my thyroid health. So without further ado, let's welcome Katie onto the show. Hey, Katie. I am so thrilled that you're on the podcast today. So glad you're here. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this. Yay. Okay. Will you please just introduce yourself to our readers and tell us a little bit about you and also about Live Wild Be Well? Yeah. So my name is Katie Braswell and I'm a holistic nutritionist based out of Boulder, Colorado. And I focus primarily on women's health, um, everything from pregnancy, preconception, fertility, all the way to postmenopausal. So I try to kind of cover each area of women's health, whether that's like hormone balancing, obviously going through pregnancy, postpartum, infertility, autoimmune challenges, everything. So I started a holistic nutrition consultancy about I guess about two years ago, I spent several years in the natural food industry as a sales rep. And so I really grew my career there and really, really developed a passion for where our food comes from and how what we eat matters and what our suppliers and providers are able to give us in regards to 
what's in our food, how our soil health is, the biodiversity of Mm -hmm. um, kind of everything where our food comes from. So yeah, that kind of led me into my nutrition background. And then now I'm working with clients one-on-one and I love it. That's kind of a little background. So fun. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're so into health and wellness. Like I feel like of all the people that I'm friends with, which a lot of people are interested in health and wellness, I feel like you are like in it, you know, more than like most. So how did you first get into health and wellness and what really sparked your interest? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. So I grew up in the Southeast, which I know you did too. So we both can bond over that. So my, my mom, (laughs) so my mom is from Los Angeles and my dad's from Buffalo, New York. And my mom was always like on the cutting edge of everything. Like growing up, Mm -hmm. we lived outside of Atlanta. And I remember we went to a small Christian school and I graduated high school in 2008. So this wasn't like forever ago, mm-hmm. but it feels like years ago. Right. And yeah. my mom was always like, I remember the other moms in school, my mom would be like, oh, I'm going to a yoga class or, you know, I'm going to this like meditation <laughs> seminar. And they were like, what? Like, who is this? You know, what is she doing? Cause <sighs> it was really unheard of. And so my mom was always like, really studying additional ideas and thoughts and nutrition and things that we could all kind of follow as a family. And so she was always giving us vitamins and kind of like monitoring what we ate, kind of helping us just really like develop like a great lifestyle. So, so I always say like my mom was definitely like the, the cornerstone of my goal in following health and wellness. And I definitely had, had that to always look up to and kind of foster and follow. So she was always my inspiration and she's always one to just like take it to the next level. I mean, you've met her, so you know how she She is. is. So she's awesome. Yeah. So I just kind of use that as my own inspiration to really help others and really kind of give our family the best we can as far as nutrition, lifestyle, supplementation, and just really fostering that within our family as well. So Yeah, but how lucky are you? I mean, I feel like 99% of people in this industry come to this job or, you know, like start their careers because of a crisis, because something went wrong and they wanted to fix it. So it's so great. And I mean, I feel like that's encouraging for us too as moms, Mm -hmm. because you've seen it go the opposite, right? right? Like you've seen the nutrition mom and the kids like bump this. I'm, I'm doing whatever I want. Like right. I'm eating the Fritos or whatever, you know, yeah. or like the pastor's kid. You know right. what I mean? Like, I feel like people can rebel. So it's encouraging it is. for our kids <laughs> that you ended up like you did. And maybe my kids aren't bound <laughs> to be like, people are always like, they're gonna rebel when they get to college. So yeah, hopefully there's a pathway <laughs> in which they don't. Yeah. And I, I would say I probably had my moments where, you know, I enjoyed in college. Sure. I was like, you know, I am going to have like this Chick-fil-A today, or I'm going to do this. And, sure. Exactly. You know, and my mom always showed us grace, but I think the overarching theme of just watching her continue to like educate herself and learn, not just yes. be on diets, but like a lifestyle that suited us. So right. yeah, so there's hope. Of course. Your kids will definitely yeah, there's hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jane, January is Thyroid Awareness Month, which is so great. So we're just diving into all things thyroid in this conversation. So for those who may not be aware, can you explain what is the thyroid, where's the thyroid, and what does the thyroid do in our bodies? Because I think a lot of times we have these body parts, and unless it's stressed or a doctor says something's wrong with it. Sometimes we don't even know. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And the thyroid definitely gets a lot of hype. I would say specifically in childbearing years, it seems like there's Mm -hmm. more conversation around it. I know when I was in college, you know, everyone's like thyroid, 
it would be pretty rare that you'd hear someone developing some sort of thyroid or autoimmune condition you right. know, earlier on. Mm-hmm. But because of our childbearing years, oftentimes there's a lot of fluctuations. So yeah, right. so the thyroid gland, so it's a butterfly-shaped organ located at the base of the neck in front of the trachea. So kind of by our windpipe. It measures about two inches wide and 20 to 60 grams in weight. So essentially the thyroid, its main function is to make hormones that are vitally important to the body's metabolism, growth, and development. So it's kind of just in that position where we really lean on the thyroid in a lot of ways. In infants, like, you know, we just had our little one about a year ago. And I know I was studying kind of a lot with prenatal development and infant development in utero. And in infants, the thyroid hormones are crucial to the development of the brain and the skeletal system. And then with that... Yeah. So it does a lot. I had no idea. Yeah. So it's really fascinating, you know, kind of how crucial it is even from a young age through our childbearing years into postmenopausal everything. So it's just critical to the normal development children, obviously for women, it's really, really important because it plays such a role in our hormones, which is essential, obviously, but a lot of times with battles with infertility and autoimmune Mm -hmm. conditions and Hashimoto's it's a really key player. So it's definitely an important organ to take note of. And it definitely doesn't get as much press. I think as far as like you said, like, where is it? What does it do? You know, the background is a little vague. Yeah. And I didn't realize, I knew a lot of that. I didn't realize it was so crucial in kids and babies. Mm -hmm. And I think of it as the like, you know, if your thyroid's not working, you're going to get really fat. Or Mm -hmm. if your thyroid's overworking, you know what I mean? Like, And I never even thought, like, what does the thyroid do with the child? So that's really interesting. So I feel like the press that the thyroid does get Mm -hmm. is when things go wrong. So you hear about people with Hashimoto's thyroiditis or Mm -hmm. hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism. So what are some of the things that can go wrong with the thyroid? Right. And how would someone know? What are the early signs that something could be kind of funky? Right. So yeah, like the conditions you mentioned, obviously there's hyperthyroidism, hypothyroidism. So obviously if the thyroid is making more hormones than the body needs, that's technically hyperthyroidism. Hypo would be they're making less hormones than we need. So there's always the need to kind of either supplement, lifestyle change, you know, all the things in relation to kind of managing our hormones and our thyroid in that way. Oftentimes there are, you know, medications too that can kind of play with those. The other things, you know, that come into play obviously is Hashimoto's. So Hashimoto's is definitely indicative of a thyroid. Hashimoto's is interesting because it is more genetic than we really discuss quite often. So something in my intake forms when I work with clients, that's usually one of the main questions I have is like, does your mom or dad experience Hashimoto's? Because oftentimes, because Mm -hmm. it is autoimmune, we do see that pretty often. And that's more of an immune system attack. So that's going to be a little bit different than just like, you know, not too many hormones or too many hormones, you know, kind of thing going on. You know, some of the symptoms taking place when you see kind of something off of the thyroid, to your point, weight gain can sometimes be Mm -hmm. a common thing we see pretty early on, like a puffy face, sluggishness, feeling Hmm. cold. So that's one of the questions too I'll have on my intake forms is like your extremities. You know, do you feel like really chilly, you know, especially your feet and hands that's can be really indicative constipation, depression, thinning hair. You know, that's a question I get a lot in postpartum is like, you know, I have moms who are like, my hair is like so thin. And obviously there's a a realm of normal with postpartum hair and kind of thinning. Mm -hmm. But when we see excess that continues, those can all be kind of things that take place. You know, Hashimoto's, there can be some other things that can come into play as well. Sometimes I'll find that I'll get a client who's lost a lot of weight and is experiencing Hashimoto's. Mm. So it's not super black and white. You know, sometimes a client will come to me with all the classic like hyperthyroidism symptoms. And I'm like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is pointing to that. And then 
Sometimes it's something else like mineral deficiency or there's something Mm. else at play. It's kind of like PCOS sometimes. PCOS can be really polarizing as far as one person's symptoms to another person. So it can be a little bit different. Yeah. Bioindividuality is real and every single person, even two people with the same exact condition can present in different ways. And I've had friends with Hashimoto's Mm -hmm. who they're hypothyroid one day, hyperthyroid another day, and kind of managing that consistently is a challenge too. It is. And oftentimes it can be like medication driven. You know, sometimes we'll, because there's such a need for Western medicine and by no means am I totally against that. Like there's times we need it, but sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll up the medication too much and it kind of throws our thyroid in the other way. So Mm -hmm. all good to take note of. Yeah, for sure. So my mom has Hashimoto's Mm -hmm. thyroiditis. And so after Owen was born and I like gained a few pounds, And it felt like stubborn, like I'm doing all my normal things Mm -hmm. and this isn't coming off and it's feeling weird. You know, I went to my OBGYN and said, you know, I'm 25, 26. Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to at least get a baseline of, is this a thyroid situation? What's my thyroid doing? And he was pretty hesitant to run these tests, right? Right. And he said to me, like, I don't have a reason to run this test. And so I can't prove to insurance why I'm running this test. And I don't think you're going to get it paid for. And I'm like, I don't even care. Mm -hmm. I want to run this test. And of course, he just did TSH. So can you talk for a minute Mm -hmm. about what does a full panel look like for thyroid? So if someone's feeling like, okay, these symptoms that you're describing are the symptoms that I have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like I want to... I want to investigate. Can you run us through, instead of just TSH, what does a full panel include? Right. That's a great question because I know even myself, I've spent a lot of time, you know, working with different practitioners and I know previous even to entering into this holistic health consultation world and working with clients Mm one-on-one, you know, I still have like a functional practitioner that I work with and have gone to OBs myself. And I always like each year, and I kind of tell all my clients this, is that each year you should be getting a full workup of some sort, you know, in some capacity. So Mm -hmm. whether that's kind of your CBCs, like your complete blood count, your thyroid, it's great to just check all the boxes and make sure you're getting that looked at. Right. When it comes to, you know, conventional, kind of like what an OB would run for you, they're typically going to run, you know, your TSH, your T4, your free T3, free T4. And that's about the complete panel you're going to get. Unfortunately, it's really, really hard for us to get a full look at your thyroid condition. Um, meaning like if you had like, you know, hypo and hyperthyroidism typically are diagnosed based on those levels and those tests. Right. But if we mm-hmm. want to get a deeper look, we need to look at your thyroid antibodies. And that is typically probably what you're mentioning, Caroline, is like, if you want to get that done, it's usually an additional cost out of pocket, yeah. you know, you, and it's sometimes like hundreds of dollars, Yes. but the antibodies are going to show us because the immune system body normally protects us against these foreign invaders, these bacteria and viruses. And we can see those, obviously those are the antibodies produced by those blood cells. So what we want to do when we're looking at the thyroid is we're looking at how many antibodies are really taking place in the thyroid. So that can really help us kind of further diagnose hypothyroidism, hyper, et cetera. So that's really Mm. the complete thing. And I can tell you, you know, most of the blood work that I look at, they never run thyroid antibody, which is so upsetting because really it's, you can get it covered by insurance. You know, if you're working with the right practitioner that would write that request, you know, and if they're Hmm. basically saying that they need it, 
But I think right. that's essential. You know, other things that'd be great to have would be if you kind of want to look at everything, you can also look at iodine tests as well. Yes. Those can be really helpful if you do have like a massive kind of uh, deficiency in that. Also, selenium is right. also important too. Mm-hmm. Um, those can be done through like hair and mineral analysis. But typically, like my number one is making sure if you're advocating for yourself and working with your practitioner, have them take the extra step to run that thyroid antibody test. That's going to be the most conclusive thing. Yeah. So I thought that the antibody test was just to tell you, do you have a thyroid autoimmune condition? Can it also help indicate if you have hypo or hyperthyroidism? It can, because it tells us how the thyroid is reacting, essentially. So Mm. yeah, so it is really helpful to kind of see both and see the whole picture. I have a lot of practitioners that I work with and granted, you know, I'm in the the Boulder, Colorado area, but these functional medicine doctors and naturopaths, they won't diagnose a hyper or hypothyroidism case without looking at antibodies as well. So they usually like to have the full picture, but yeah, to your point, it is very helpful with autoimmune, but can also give them a full picture. You know, it helps me a lot with working with clients too, and looking at the antibody levels. Yeah. Wow. So I feel like I know more about the Hashimoto's side just because, and I should be clear, I do not have Hashimoto's myself, Mm -hmm. thankfully, but my TSH levels have been high for the last like five years. So I'm actually, and we should have said this at the beginning, but I'm actually working with Katie right now. So I'm one of her clients and I have told her that she's able to share my information. So it's not a violation, <laughs> right. but you know, I'm so aware, like she said, with Hashimoto's, it can run in the family. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just aware of that for myself. And when I saw my TSH levels were high, that's something that I'm checking basically quarterly right. to make sure that my levels are going in the direction that I want them to go. Mm-hmm. So I know more about the Hashimoto side, but isn't Graves' disease also a disease of the thyroid? Yep. Yeah. So Graves' disease, and that's oftentimes a thyroid antibody test that can be really helpful as well. Um, mm. You know, so that's good to kind of take a look at those blood tests to kind of look into a little bit deeper and know what's going on. But yeah, Graves' disease can also be hereditary. You know, in some families, I find that, oh. you know, if some family has it, sometimes we'll see it in other circumstances as well. So that can be really helpful with the antibody test. You know, and as far as kind of looking at your labs, you're doing it perfectly, Caroline, where you're assessing, okay, not only is that you have family history here, but also you have a history of your tests, your free T3, free T4, you know, TSH is all looking a little Mm -hmm. off. So you're checking it on a quarterly basis. And that is, you know, if you have the means to do so, it can be so impactful and so helpful, you know, kind of to your health and overall, you know, just kind of keeping up with what's going on and having a bigger picture because really blood work is kind of a blip in time. So it's really helpful to take a peek at that too. Yeah. And to see the pattern, like you were saying. Yeah, exactly. Well, so I know that you specialize in root cause nutrition, Mm -hmm. meaning it's not just you have subclinical hypothyroidism. It's why, why do you have that? Let's see if we can figure out not just a pill you can take to change your TSH, but let's go to the root Mm -hmm. of why your TSH levels are high in the first place and how we can fix the root, which would hopefully kind of fix the downstream effects. So can you share what some of the root causes of thyroid dysregulation can be? Yeah. And this is a great question. This is one that I like to discuss a lot because oftentimes a lot of practitioners will say, you know, well, your hormones are what are out of whack and they're not wrong. Your hormones are out of whack, but why, you know, what's the deeper cause? Right. Exactly. And Uh oftentimes in my experience, it can be everything from I mean, even if we're diving really deep, it could be a food sensitivity. It could be, 
even something like mold exposure, parasites in your history that need to be cleared from the system so your hormones mm-hmm. can work appropriately. One of the biggest things that I see quite often is actually liver stagnation. Our liver is mm-hmm. responsible for actually, you know, kind of detoxing the system and clearing things. And oftentimes when we see that the liver's just, it's bogged down and it's not functioning appropriately, that's when we need to take a deeper look and say, okay, this is where a lot of the hormone challenges that this client experiencing are coming from. So with that, we support with, you know, casserole packs, lemon water in the morning, you know, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So those can really help us dive into what's going on. So, you know, I always really like to encourage clients and it's part of my intake and what we kind of initially talked through is like, are you okay diving deeper? You know, because sometimes, and and rightfully so, you know, sometimes clients are okay with like, they want to just have a pill and it fixes it and that's it. But Oftentimes with hormones, there's a little more going on that we really need to look into. Yeah. So that's typically yeah. what we do. I don't <laughs> I don't think you asked me that because I think you know that I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I'm on the high dive and I am diving in. <laughs> yeah, I should, <laughs> I'm like, I should know. Carol, Caroline was my first client to show up with all of her blood work, every lab and every test I would recommend. Yeah. She was already done. <laughs> yeah, already done. Yeah. Here we go. Here's all my stuff. Um, yeah, that's so great. And additionally, I don't know if you would call this a root cause, but I feel like I was completely unaware of all of the minerals and Mm -hmm. different things that the thyroid needs to function. Totally. And I feel like I love your Instagram account where you're showing like, you know, this is what you need. Mm -hmm. This is where it comes from. And I'm like, I don't eat any of those foods, right? (laughs) Right. And so I either need to start eating those foods or like I'm currently on both iodine and selenium supplements now, like doing things to help support my thyroid. So are some of those like mineral deficiencies, would you consider that a root cause or would you consider that just like you're not getting all the support you need. Yeah. Oftentimes what I see, if it's a mineral situation, I think there's definitely some liver stagnation. So I feel like they go hand in Mm. hand. Like we detox the liver and then we also focus on upping your mineral intake because let's be real. I mean, really most of us are deficient in key minerals. I mean, I think I was just working on a new blog and, um, and study for this new client and we were looking at magnesium specifically and magnesium is insane. Like over half the population is deficient in magnesium and they don't even know it, you know, and how crucial these minerals are. So it's really, really important to your point to focus on, and that's the great thing about working with a practitioner, you know, like myself or Mm -hmm. someone that's trained where you can look at like, like we just ordered for you, your hair and mineral analysis, Mm -hmm. you know, to kind of say, okay, like where are your minerals coming in? You know, what are you missing? Um, But to your point, like zinc, selenium, iodine, those are all crucial for the thyroid to function. And the sad thing is, is that, you know, in our kind of world today, a lot of our processed foods, you know, if someone's not really eating real whole foods, they're missing the boat on those because one of the foods with the highest amount of zinc and selenium are oysters. Um, oysters are right. a really beautiful food for thyroid health and yes. really balancing the thyroid. And my favorite, which is beef liver, which is, you know, yes. definitely not the most palatable thing, but it's really yes. powerful for what it can do. Yeah. Well, you'll be so proud of me. I haven't told you yet. I got the ancestral blend from Force of Nature. Uh, I got it at Natural Grocers here in Colorado. And we had, I'm excited to report, we had tacos last night Uh and we had the ancestral blend and I, I mixed it with ground Turkey Mm -hmm. because I just, I've never had that blend before. So if you guys don't know, it's an organ meat blend. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's like ground beef, but has liver. And I think it also has heart yep. and like kidney, some other yeah. kidney. It has like a bunch of internal organs of the cow mm-hmm. in this blend because Katie and I have been chatting through as I'm working through my stuff. I'm also thinking like, I thought I was so on top of my kids. I'm mainly on top of like the way that we're eating. And so I definitely feel like they're getting more nutrition than a lot of other kids Mm -hmm. or than I did growing up and all these things. But now I'm like, I've got to do these other things and and get these nutrients into them as well. So we got this ancestral blend. We had tacos. I I did like one pound ancestral Mm -hmm. blend, one pound ground turkey, and everybody loved it. Oh, good. And Owen was... Owen was even like, mom, these are the best tacos ever. And it was so cute because Chaz and I were like making eyes at each other the whole time. Like, (laughs) are they going to like it? And I honestly tasted no difference. That's good. I mean, like, I just feel like, and I use the Siete blend Mm -hmm. of like taco seasoning. So it's like a cleaner taco seasoning. So I wanted to do something that was like a little flavorful with like a little bit of a cover-up situation. But no, I mean, they they just ate it swimmingly. And so I'm really excited for that. And Katie taught me that. And and I also am excited. I can just think of ways like we can put this in like a meat sauce and they're never going to know. And so it's just an easy way, especially for people who aren't super thrilled about like supplementation for their children. I think something like that ancestral blend from Force of Nature is a great way to do it. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear you liked it. I haven't heard anyone mix it with turkey. That's a really great suggestion. Well, I would have done it. I would have done it with ground beef. I just didn't have any. And I did have ground turkey from a crowd cow order, which I love them Mm -hmm. too. So I just was like, well, we'll try it. I just, and and honestly, it went so well. I potentially could just do the Force of Nature ground beef. So we'll, well, I'll have to yeah, do just experiment. that next time. It went so, I mean, like I expected them, sometimes they're like, mom. <laughs> what did you do? Does this have zucchini in it? You know, like when I just throw <laughs> stuff in, but they didn't even eat. And Chas was even like, mom got this new meat. I'm like, shh. Why yeah. would you say that? Keep it on the down you know? yeah. yeah, DL, DL, <laughs> But um, yeah, they loved it. So I'm excited to, I think I'm just going, it is more expensive, but yeah. I'm just going to kind of swap our ground beef for that for mm-hmm. that blend. So I'm excited. So on that same route with the things that we find in beef liver, we've kind of gone over this, but I want just like a quick list of what mm-hmm. minerals, what nutrition are crucial for thyroid function How can we either get Mm -hmm. these through some of these things we've mentioned or supplements? And when do you feel like you recommend supplements? Yeah, you know, supplements are are tricky because like I know I work with so many people and I'm like, supplements are an investment. And unfortunately with Mm -hmm. the state of our soil health right now, you know, not everyone has access. Like, you know, us being Colorado, we have a really great situation where we can go and meet our local farmer and see that they haven't used pesticides, chemicals, glyphosate for years. Mm -hmm. So our soil health, you know, is really, is really wonderful. Whereas in other parts of the country, Mm -hmm. you know, people may not be as fortunate to have that right outside their door. So you know, right. with that, I always like to be cognizant of what someone's getting in their diet and how they're eating. So if it's someone yes. that, you know, has like, you know, access like we do, I wouldn't say that there's a need to supplement because you're already getting it. We don't want to waste your mm. minerals. So yeah. with that, you know, again, it's super individual depending on the person, but 
Mm. Typically, you know, the main foods that I recommend for thyroid health, obviously oysters are incredible, beef liver Mm -hmm. and beef organs, like we just kind of discussed, you know, foods that are high in iodine as well too. And, you know, that tends to be like wild caught seafood or shellfish. Shellfish is really incredible. Like shrimp have a lot of iodine in them as well. Mm. You know, other things too, um, eggs are, can, you know, offer a lot with omegas, you know, they obviously have like Mm -hmm. zinc and copper in them as well, which is helpful. Copper is really great too, for kind of working with our thyroid pumpkin seeds, Brazil nuts are huge. They're full of selenium. selenium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I typically offer that each of my clients will take it, you know, as kind of a supplement per se is eat two Brazil nuts every day. So, you know, if someone's listening mm. and they're just kind of want to up their selenium on their own, just add in two Brazil nuts every day. So that way yeah. you kind of help naturally do that. Other foods that are really high in minerals would be like a magic mineral broth, which I love. That's just a bunch of vegetables you just put in a stock pot and heat kind of like bone broth <gasps> for like 24 hours. Really? I've never done yeah. that before. So that's, it's really delicious. I don't know if there's a way to like link in the notes, mm. but I can share a yeah, recipe that I really like. Okay. And then Perfect. bone broth. Bone broth is obviously incredible too. So uh, another thing too, I should mention actually is trace minerals. Trace minerals can be helpful. Mm-hmm. I know we have you drinking those too, and those can be helpful to add to your water. You know, a lot of filtration systems in our house will actually remove minerals from our water, which is great right. because it takes the bad, but it also takes the goods. So we want to put that back in. Mm-hmm. So that's really helpful yeah. too. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. So those, and then obviously a lot of those can be found in supplements as well. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do think it's important to say the testing, it, everything is so bio individual. So maybe you're a person Mm -hmm. who's, you know, you eat oysters. How do you say oysters? Like on the half pint. On the half I don't eat oysters. I, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Give me a half pint of oysters. Um, so if you're doing that and you yeah. might not need all these things. And so, you know, getting right. these mineral tests, which if you're like, okay, I'm convinced my thyroid's shot. I fall under these categories. I need some help getting mm-hmm. that full thyroid panel, but also testing for these minerals is super helpful just to know. Okay. And I was on selenium supplement and Mm -hmm. I take mine from Thorne. I really like that company. But when I retested, I used a let's get checked test, which I can put in the notes. My selenium was actually high. And Mm -hmm. the funny thing about these things is like too low, too high. They're both a problem. Mm -hmm. And so I was taking too much selenium, Mm -hmm. which is not great. And so then I switched to taking it every other day. But I think the important thing when we start talking about all of these things is not just like willy nilly, everybody needs to be on all these things. Right. It's very Mm bio-individual. You know, it's so important to work with someone like Katie to have you on correct doses and Mm -hmm. keeping you within safe limits. I think that's really important. Okay. So I'm curious, how do you feel about medication? I feel like you have a really good balance. Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a very balanced approach to Mm -hmm. health and wellness and medication because Chas is a doctor. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see both sides Mm -hmm. and I feel like you're the same way. Mm -hmm. And so how do you feel about medication when it comes to thyroid conditions and when do you feel like it is necessary? Yeah. So again, kind of coming back, like it certainly is bio-individual, you know, depending on someone's labs where I read them and I say, okay, you know, I kind of assess where the levels of thyroid is exactly. For some clients that may look like, okay, we're at a point where we can just support with nutrition, supplementation, lifestyle. We really can do that and kind of just watch the thyroid and pay attention to any changes and improvements that we see. 
Now on the flip side, you know, I can have clients that come to me that have a pretty severe case of Hashimoto's. Right. And oftentimes at that point, I will recommend, you know what, maybe it is time to start a little bit of some sort of medication, whether it's a Synthroid or some other medications that the OB or, or doctor could offer. So we will start with that if it's a severe case and then really work to support the thyroid and support the nervous system and hormone system and endocrine system with supplementation, nutrition, and lifestyle. The end goal though, however, is always, always, always to try to get the clients off of the medication. Again, Mm. you know, that's always my end goal is to work with clients to get to the point that the thyroid's functioning on its own. Because the worry when we do start medicating the thyroid and trying to offer these different pharmaceutical options and medications is sometimes we can get to a point that the thyroid stops firing. It stops working on its own. And that's a dangerous place to get into because then you're kind of subjecting yourself to a lifelong situation with having thyroid medication. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this delicate balance. So, you know, it's kind of a hard question to answer because with certain people, you know, I'd be like, all you know, all hands on deck, we can totally do this without getting you on medication. But there have been a couple dire situations in the past where a client maybe came to me just too late. You know, they were having these symptoms for a long time and and didn't know. And we really, I had to work with their key practitioners and providers or, you know, endocrine doctors just to kind of figure out what was exactly going on and then kind of moving from there. Mm -hmm. So, and we've had a lot of success with having clients that get on thyroid medication and then come off of it. So I feel really positive about the use of medication when needed, but I also try to avoid it if I can. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I think it's interesting. And with Hashimoto's, I might be wrong about this, but you know, your immune system is attacking your thyroid mm-hmm. in a Hashimoto's situation. And there can be a point left untreated. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can have like irreparable damage, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It can. And so there can be a point left untreated. Mm-hmm. You know, there can be a point where you are on medication for life right. because of the damage to your thyroid. And so I think that's why these conversations are so important mm-hmm. because. Some people will have all of these symptoms. They have the cold hands and feet. They have the weight gain that's kind of like coming on fast Mm -hmm. and doesn't go away and all these things. And they don't know that it's their thyroid or they don't know that something's wrong. And, you know, knowledge is power. And if they did know, they would be able to get testing, get help. But I also think I'm sure people come to you Mm -hmm. at a state where they feel like, there's probably not a lot left mm-hmm. that we can do. Right. And you actually do have a lot of tools in your tool mm-hmm. belt and there is a lot left to do. And the first time ever in my whole life that I got my thyroid tested was, I'd probably say 2016. Mm-hmm. So it's been five years. It was just TSH. Like I said, it was 2.58, which I mean, I think everyone has a little bit of a different answer, but I do know that in the nutrition world, nutritional therapists have like a very narrow window, Mm -hmm. (laughs) typically that they want to see that TSH in. Whereas my doctor told me, as long as you're under eight Mm -hmm. for your TSH, it's not hypothyroidism. So I'm like, oh, wow, my numbers are great, right? Right. Instead of thinking, are my numbers optimal, Mm -hmm. right? And so my numbers have fluctuated since then, but only gone up. Mm -hmm. And I was working with a different functional medicine doctor Mm -hmm. about a year and a half ago. And so one test, my TSH was like 3.58. And I was like, okay, what you're doing is not working clearly. Like I was on some supplements. I had started all these mineral supplements and a specific thyroid supplement, all these things. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I just like kind of got scared (laughs) and was like, when I got scared, I think it was 
3.58, I want to say. And I was like, okay, this is not working mm-hmm. and I need some support here. And so I ended up getting on Armour Thyroid. Mm-hmm. So I've been on like the very lowest dose of that for probably about six months now. And I'm really excited to be working with Katie mm-hmm. because I came to her and I said, kind of in like a knee jerk fashion, I got on Armour Thyroid, which is, mm-hmm. it's like a pig thyroid <laughs> supplements. So it's like literally pigs um, thyroid. So I got on that kind of just like, I'm nervous if my numbers get too out of whack that it could trigger mm-hmm. Hashimoto. So I like kind of as a protective measure, mm-hmm. but I'm just so encouraged by Katie because first of all, she like doesn't judge me that I got on medication, which is big. Mm-hmm. And secondly, you know, she's got all of these tools and we're doing all of these things to cleanse my liver I'm doing some parasite cleanses. I'm doing a lot of different things and attacking it from a lot of different angles, nutritionally, balancing my hormones, doing all these different things. And I am so hopeful that we've got a game plan Mm -hmm. and it's going to work, you know, and we're going to get my thyroid back in check. And I also just feel empowered knowing Mm -hmm. that I can be proactive with my health, you know, just because I have a family history of Hashimoto's or if anyone has a family history of something, you can really be proactive about attempting to not get that thing. And it's not the end of the world if you do, but, you know, you can be really proactive Mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. And that's the main thing, you know, that you're mentioning, Caroline, is like not feeling like you're out of options at any point. You know, I know so many, so many clients come to me and they're like, I've tried XYZ, like this is it, you know, Mm -hmm. basically I'm out of options. But like you said, there's such a deeper dive. You can get into so many additional things like you're experiencing, you know, with parasite cleanses and castor oil packs and just supporting your body in other ways. So again, I think you're like the dream client because you're, you're willing to do it all in a matter of months. So I'm such a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, should it. we try this? <laughs> I, know. I know. It's so fun. I just love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So awesome. Okay. Well, we've talked all about the thyroid. Yeah. Do you feel like there's anything left lingering that we didn't chat about? And it's okay yeah. if, we, if we touched it I, all. You know, I think we got into a lot of it. You know, I would just kind of echo what you said and just encouraging people to pay attention to symptoms. That's the biggest thing is mm. I think a lot of times, you know, I work a lot with postpartum moms. That's probably, mm. that's kind of ended up being the bigger part of my business is helping right. moms, you know, from every stage, whether it's just a few weeks postpartum to several months to years postpartum. And I think as moms, there's so much happening at a deeper level and our hormones are fluctuating to a bigger degree. So I think it's just mm-hmm. always paying attention. You know, sometimes can be something as small as prolonged hair loss and just really standing up for yourself with your doctor and being an advocate because oftentimes mm-hmm. your doctor's probably not going to ask the questions all the time. So we want to make sure right. that we are really advocating for ourselves and getting the care and, you know, support that we deserve. So that's always yeah. kind of my point to echo and drive home. Yeah, I love that so much. And one of the things that I love about just doing that deep dive mm-hmm. into my health is it's not that, The things that you mentioned in the question about Mm -hmm. what can be the triggers or the root causes for these thyroid conditions, those things, and correct me if I'm Mm -hmm. wrong, can also be a root cause for a slew of other things. Oh, totally. And so it's so great that I'm like over here trying to heal my thyroid Mm -hmm. and get my hormones balanced and do all these things. But like a parasite cleanse is going to help my gut Mm -hmm. and cleaning my liver is going to just help my whole life. And so all these things that I'm doing, it's not even just for my thyroid. Mm -hmm. It really is about whole body health. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's a great thing to note is like these things are really going to contribute to the greater good. And 
the thing about our society is a lot of us forget how it feels to feel good. We get kind of complacent and we're just yes. at a point where we're like, I'm okay. Like I've had family members, friends, clients who are just like, you know, yes. I feel okay. And that's just how every day is, but they don't know yep. how good they could feel. And oftentimes by I taking know. these measures, I just have people that are blown away that had never yes. had experienced just like a day where they didn't have an upset stomach or constipation right. or, you know, X, Y, Z. And I know it's really fantastic and fun to watch what can change, you know, and how people really start to feel. So yeah, yeah I love watching that. So crazy. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, I think sometimes I find people didn't even know in the past that they felt bad. Right. Because they don't know what feeling good actually is. 100%. Like I didn't know that I felt so bad because I didn't know how good I could feel. Right. Okay, great. Well, I am going to ask you two questions that I ask everyone. I'm excited to hear your yeah. answers. So I want to know, you know, at the end of your life, what to you would be a successful life? Yeah, I love this question. These are like my favorite kind of questions. For me, I would say like the background of my being, like now at least, obviously when I'm 98, maybe I'll have different hobbies or interests. But (laughs) I would say right now, my kind of cornerstone is I love spending time with friends and family. I love taking adventures. We have a little camper. So hopefully that would mean we'll have many years of camper adventures and and just spending time out in the outdoors. And obviously, Mm. you know, this nutrition piece, I love this and educating others and continuing to learn myself. So you know, for me, at the end of my life, I'd love to look back and just know that I helped people. You know, I pushed people to feel better, encouraged and supported them throughout their journeys. Obviously, spent a lot of time with my friends and family. Hopefully, have several little ones that we can adventure with. And then, yeah. yeah. So I think that's... My husband and I always have this dream too of taking our camper and working in the national parks when we retire. So I'm like, hopefully that's a part of it too. <laughs> so I love that. Oh my gosh. Uh, can we join? <laughs> yeah. You got to come. Four, <laughs> yeah, Chaz four park rangers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Someone's got a bum knee on Mount <laughs> yeah, Owen. Yeah. Jess is like, okay. Yeah, yeah he's the perfect. We need him. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so good. Okay, cool. What is one way that you feel like recently you have been really intentional in your life? Mm-hmm. And what's an area that when you like stop and think about it, you realize I could be more intentional with that? Yeah. I would say I'm pretty intentional with communication. I love all Mm. forms of it, whether it's email. You do. Snail mail is my favorite. (laughs) Yeah, email, texting, (laughs) calling someone on the phone. Like I love just keeping up with everyone. And I I really enjoy, I think that's one of the part of the nutritional consultations that I do is it involves a lot of follow-up and checking in on, appointments or, you know, how things are going, we're kind of progressing. So I love that journey with people. And I love being intentional in that way. I would Mm. say one area, my husband, I actually, Carson, I were just talking about this because I'm a pretty type A person. I think coming from my background in sales, because I did that for like nine years and I pretty like driven and really goal oriented. And with sales, it was easy because I was working for someone else and it was like an eight to five. I know you would resonate with this all day long. And now that I'm building my own business and kind of learning the ins and outs and it doesn't really ever turn off. And so I think sometimes that type A personality in myself, it causes me to not be as present as I was hoped to be. So that's kind of my goal in the new year is to set boundaries, better boundaries for myself and really kind of like cut it out, even though I love it and I'm passionate about it. It just, you know, with having little ones and just really being present and there with my family is important too. Yeah. And there's always like, I feel like when you work for someone else, there's either like the eight to five Mm -hmm. or not, you know, whatever your hours are, or there's the, like that project's done. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like I completed that thing. Yeah. And I feel like with your own business, it really is like, 
at every single second of every day, mm-hmm. I could be doing something else. Totally. Yeah. And it's hard when you know that to to turn it off and right. think, no, I'm going to rest with my family. I'm going to watch this Christmas movie. Yeah. I'm going to do this thing when you know I could be doing something else and someone else isn't going to do it for me exactly. if I don't do it. Yeah. You know, when I, I totally resonate with that. And when Ella, I started All of You Whole when Ella was one mm-hmm. and there was a while where she wasn't in school. And so I do feel like I was just working 24 seven. I don't even remember, like, what was Ella doing? I couldn't (laughs) even tell you, you know? But now I feel like I have, both of my kids are in school, as you know. Mm -hmm. And so I do feel like I have this like container, which is really helpful for me. And I wish I could go back and give myself those containers that I now just like am forced to have, but they go to school 7.30 to 2.30. And so I just have this, time. That's work time. And so after that, it's so easy to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. And I wish I had learned that sooner. I know. Um, Yeah. I feel like that is such a challenging thing. Okay. I do want to throw in a fun fact because we should have said this. Uh So Katie and I met because... I think you had a friend that followed me yeah, or you followed exactly. me. Uh-huh. Yeah, my friend. Yes. So her friend was following me on Instagram and I was like, hey guys, we're coming to Colorado and her friend tagged her. So Katie started following. And, you know, I said in my post, I'm like such a fan of friends. You guys all know this. And so Katie reached out and was like, let's hang out. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> a friend. <laughs> and so, and Katie worked at Justin's, mm-hmm. so, which is, you guys know, the Nut Butters, yep. the Nut Butter Cups. Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's now like the Nut Butter yeah, Cup exactly. company to me because they're so good. Uh-huh. So she worked at Justin's at the time. So, you know, we got to go there to the mm-hmm. headquarters and go to lunch. Anyway, so I just think that's such a fun story. Well, yay. Okay, Katie, tell us if someone wants to work with mm-hmm. you, can you work with people all over yes. the U.S.? So okay, even anybody, yeah, even clients in Boulder that I work with, you know, it seems like now in this day and age, everyone wants to kind of work remotely. So I can work in person yep. if you're local to Denver, Boulder, yep. or we can do it telehealth style, you know. Cool. The country. Yeah. So what offerings do you have if someone needs your additional support? Is it like, it's mainly one-on-one? Yeah. So I do one-on-one. I haven't really built any like group coaching programs, but do intend to do that right. in the future. But at this time, yeah. yeah. So it's all one-on-one. I offer different packages. I'll work on an hourly basis. I can also do, right. I offer prenatal and postpartum nutrition packages that I can kind of yes. help support so you. Good. So I have those packages and yeah. then I have a full protocol plan, which is usually like three to four months of support and we work together and I always have add-ons as well. So Yes. Yeah, so, it's so great. Yeah. I can attest. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, perfect. And so people can go to livewildbewell.com yep. to find you there. Same so thing. we'll put that in the show perfect. notes. And then where else can people find you online? Obviously, like you mentioned, I have a lot of resources on my Instagram. That's kind of what I'll mention most. And then I'm also in a couple of birth collectives in Boulder as well. So I work a lot with other like doulas, midwives, chiropractors, et cetera. So that can be another resource too. Perfect. Okay. So you guys find her at live wild, be well on Instagram. Well, thank you, Katie, so much for joining us and we will see you again soon. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Wow. Y'all I just learned so much from that conversation with Katie. I love learning about thyroid health and wellness. And even I learned a bunch in that show. So I am so, so thankful for Katie for being on the show with us today. I hope you learned something just like I did. If you feel like, man, I really resonated with some of those symptoms of thyroid dysregulation and disease, please go to the show notes, get a full 
panel with antibodies, a full thyroid panel from Let's Get Checked. We have the link in the show notes. Additionally, Katie is such a wonderful practitioner and she can work with you from afar. I double checked to make sure. So be sure to check out Katie at livewildbewell.com. You can book an appointment, a free consultation with her there. Additionally, I love following Katie on Instagram. So be sure to give her a follow. She's at livewildbewell. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of All of You Whole, and I will see you next week. 